you don't you never know when the connection is going to come back to help you or haunt you. Yeah. So that's something that we that we live by. I want to be my current self from this point forward. I want to learn how to play piano. Working with human beings. Drinking wine in the middle of the day. I want to be a fire truck driver. I'm going to be the next greatest painter. Just kind of work with kids, getting them ahead in life. I want to be a welder. I want to be a beach bum. I want to be a baseball player. Brewmaster. A winemaker. Professional snuggler. Let me mention those sweet, hot lavender baths and writing in the evening. What's up, everybody? My name is Blake Fletcher, and this is the Half Hour Intern Podcast, where we explore the interesting paths people take in life. In today's episode, I speak with Khalif Alamin, who goes by Leaf, about his business, Young Enterprising Society. So I was referred to have Leaf on the show by a past guest named Brittany Mueller, who was an absolutely fantastic guest that went over SEO. And first of all, when a, when a past amazing guest gives you a referral, you just say yes. Second of all, she starts explaining Leaf to me, and then I speak with Leaf myself, and I'm like, holy crap, I got to get this guy on the show. He's like so interesting, and his business does so much different stuff that, as you could tell, I, I couldn't even come up with like a, a more generic title for the episode. I just had to name it his business. So um, with Young Enterprising Society, Leaf and his brother... Um, for one, one of the main things that they do is they do business collaboration, like business consultancy, whether that be helping with marketing, branding, things like that uh, with other businesses in, I was about to say their area, but honestly, other businesses all over the world. Um, another thing that they do is they are very passionate about outreach to children in their area and throughout the United States. So they put on these STEAM education events and have had over 2,000 kids come through these STEAM education events. They then do workshops with these STEAM education events where they keep on checking back with these kids and try to get these high school students already thinking like entrepreneurs and already thinking about um, different businesses and projects that they can create. And that's one of the things that we'll talk about is different interesting ways that kids are thinking and interesting concepts that these kids have come up with um, during these workshops and these education events. They also give out free haircuts to people that otherwise uh, would have difficulty affording them. They also try to spruce up neighborhoods by uh, making these community orchards, like uh, taking plots of land uh, that are kind of run down in, in urban areas and, and making them into uh, areas like community gardens, basically with nice trees, stuff like that. Um, so they, they focus on a lot of like help for the community and children and the less fortunate and stuff like that. And obviously a lot of business consultancy and everything. So um, it's a very broad uh, brushstroke and, and Leaf and his brother are doing an absolutely amazing job at it. So without further ado, here is Young Enterprising Society. Leaf, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So to start out, I would love to get in your own words what it is that you do for a living and, and kind of more specifically, if you're at like a, a party or an event or something, which you put on a lot of events and you do a lot of networking, <laughs> so I'm sure this happens to you a lot, and someone sure. just comes up to you and says like, hey, what do you do for a living? How the heck do you answer that question? Because I don't know that I've <laughs> ever had anyone on this show with as like diverse of a job as you. Uh, well, I guess in short, I'll say I, uh, I, I run a project management company. And then that that generally leads to, oh, what type of projects do you guys do? Um, and then with that, I go into, you know, talk, speaking about our STEAM workshop, which is our, one of our main uh, staples right now. Uh, so that's science, technology, engineering, art and math. Um, so we're currently in 11 different high schools uh, within the Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin area. 
Um, so with that, we not only teach these students about the latest and greatest technologies, but we show them how to become entrepreneurs around those technologies. So I guess that's kind of a 30, 30 second elevator, elevator pitch. <laughs> cool. That's awesome, man. When do, at what point do you get into, or do you ever get into some of the other stuff that you do? Um, like the community orchards, uh, like working, helping people like either start their small businesses or like make them better or help them with marketing and stuff like that. You're usually just kind of like leave that off because it just becomes way too much to to throw on someone. I kind of, I kind of gauge the audience, you know, I kind of gauge who I'm talking to, you know, the the interest level, if they're really, you know, tagging onto the steam workshops and I'll kind of just focus on that. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe briefly hit on the other things that we do. But if they, you know, if they most most of the time they're not, they'll ask, oh, and what what else do you do? And then they, that's when I can go, you know, further into depth into the, the other, uh, you know, the networking events that we put on, uh, you know, helping, uh, you know, other small business owners, uh, and just you know, just just helping people do for self and uh, be their own boss. Yeah, it must be exhausting for you. You should just like <laughs> record it onto like a, a like an audio file on your phone or something, and then just, just play it for people. You know, be like, hey, I'm gonna go get another drink. I'm gonna let that play for you, and I'll come back. Um, so, all right. So, let's talk about the the long form answer of what you do. So, why don't you describe for us uh, Young Enterprise Society, and then what it is sort of your guys' mission and everything. Yes. So Young Enterprise Society, uh, we're a project uh, management company based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, We officially uh, started in March of 2012. Um, Our mission, our mission is is simple uh, to mobilize resources uh, for for our members and then a greater good of society. So those goods, I mean, those resources could come in the form of, uh, you know, information, technology, uh, events, uh, you, you know, you name it, uh, you know, we, we use our, our network to, to help everybody else. Okay. Love it. So, uh, first of all, all right, let's, let's start with some of the work that you do with, with youth and everything. So you mentioned that right yep. now you're in 12 different high schools in like the greater area that you live in. Um, yep. you guys have had over 2000 kids come through these events now. Uh, first of all, how are you even getting these events set up? And, and if you could please, especially take me back to the first one that you ever did, because normally it's like the first person's really hard to get to say yes, you know, and then after right. that, you can be like, hey, that person said yes, so you should do it too. Right. I got you. I got you. Uh, well, initially, um, when we started, yes, the the STEAM workshops weren't really in the picture. It was more so networking events, uh, things of that, you know, small business uh, empowerment, things of that nature. But we actually had an event um, planned out in New York uh, where we partnered up with this organization called Better Ballers. And we threw on a, a, a networking event at the, um, uh, what was the name of that hotel? Uh, at the Griffin, at the Griffin. So we threw, we, we threw, a, threw a networking event and we, we actually were supposed to have a follow-up event, but the follow-up event actually fell through. So we were like, well, we're out in New York. We have a couple of days. What can we do? And uh, Q and I always been a type to, you know, like technology, you know, f- break things, fix things, you know, take it apart, put it back together, see how it works. So um, we always had that 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 kind of knack for for technology. So what we did was we called every single Boys and Girls Club and YMCA in the uh, New York area to come in and see if we can talk to, uh, you know, their their youth. Say and, you know, talk what? To, talk, 
Yeah. Man, you guys yeah. are incredible. How you just said, <laughs> we're trying to figure out what we should do with our two free days in New York now. Like the 99.999% of people would be like, sweet, I'm in New York. I'm just going to go and eat a bunch of pizza and stuff now. Right. It, it, but it, it worked out perfectly, though, because uh, it, with that, I guess I could back up a little bit more. But we it was called a yes tour. So we brought um, 10 like minded entrepreneurs, um, you know, on, on, a, on a road trip to New York. So for the obviously for the, uh, you know, for the networking event and then for the other event that was supposed to take place. So we had them out there. So we're like, OK, well, we can go in and talk to the talk to the children, you know, show them, you know, different you know pathways of being entrepreneurs. And the first Y, well, not the first, the only YMCA to, to hit back right away was uh, the Harlem YMCA. So they're like, yeah, you know, you guys can come in tomorrow morning. Uh, you know, we'll have about 40 to 50 students. So we were like, all right, let's let's do it. So the actual the first STEAM workshop took place in Harlem, New York. That's awesome. As as almost an accident, like as a, as a bailout as, for or like, yep. you know, a second second option. Yep. Yep, exactly. Exactly. But I mean, that's how it works. You know, we 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 tweaked the model that we you know, that we did out there, brought it back here, pitched it around to some schools, uh, a couple of schools, you know, independent schools picked up on it. Uh, a couple of larger organizations picked up on it. And, uh, you know, we, we've been blessed to, you know, get some get some grant funding, uh, you know, to to do our to do our steam workshop. So, I mean, it's not it's one thing doing what you love and there's another thing actually, you know, making a living and getting paid for doing what you, you know, for doing something that you love. Totally. And something that's helping other people so much. It's, it's just awesome. So, uh, two questions. First I want to, well, I'll say second, I want to talk about the grant funding piece. And if you can talk about that a little bit, but, um, to go back to the, the first sort of trip to New York and what you were doing, the networking event that you were doing, was that also for youth or was that for adults? And then it was kind of like, a side thought to do the thing for youth. I guess like early on, were you thinking that your target market would be more adults and helping adults out with different entrepreneurship skills? Or was it always a thought of yours? Like we got to help out kids. Uh, well, we always had that, that helping out kids, I guess is you could say it's genetic. Uh, but I, I think I could speak for my brother as well. When I say that we, we, we thought our niche population was going to be young, young professionals. Yeah. So in that and and I guess that young can have a you know a you know a number of different uh connotations to it but but yeah we we were looking at mainly you know that that 18 to about 30 you know 30 35ish area uh but uh but yeah once I mean once it you know once it it went the way it did you know it just we had to kind of roll roll with the roll with the tide yeah, for sure. Once you saw the the sort of, I guess, impact that you can make on younger kids and, and exactly. the reception that you got and everything. So now at this point, fast forward a number of years, like you still do uh, like collaborations with small businesses and things like that. I assume yes. most of them are a little bit older. I guess what percentage of your time is spent working with with teens and kids and stuff? And what percentage is spent working with the uh, original target market that you thought you were going to have of like 18 to 30 year old. Right. Right. Uh, it's, it's kind of, I would say it's still pretty 50, 50, um, because the, the, the workshops, yeah, they, they take a lot of time, but, uh, in addition to the workshops, another one of our projects that we do, we actually got contracted to, uh, to teach, uh, e-commerce to do e-commerce training. Mm-hmm. So we, we work with a, a certain population of, of people around the uh, Milwaukee area 
uh, who receive government funding and we show them not only uh you know how to how to build but sustain a, a e-commerce business so you know doing any you know buying and selling goods over the internet you know whether that's using ebay uh amazon whatnot so we we actually we do that as well so i would say you know and then in addition to the networking events it's still it's still pretty you know pretty pretty even but uh but yeah yeah the the, the kids definitely take up take up some 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 time and you know you, you get your you get your your few who try to test you so you gotta <laughs> you, know, you, you gotta you gotta be on your p's and q's but but yeah i we we still you know we help we help all people you know it's not just now things have shifted where we you know where we say okay well we got to help the younger you know the younger demographic like you know we whoever whoever needs it and if we have it you know we we help them is a lot of the help that you do um due to the fact that you have a really big network yourself now and stuff like that. So if, if you have a business that needs help with this one thing, and then you have this group of kids that needs help with this other thing, is it always yourself and your brother that are kind of like the main speakers and everything? Or, or And you guys try to figure out, you know, how you want to tailor this talk? Or do you try to go out and get a bunch of different like pros in this area that will be able to to help these people out? Yeah, no, we're, we're, I mean, we're, we're well versed in, in a lot of things, but we, we're not know-it-alls. So, you know, we're, we're, we're smart enough to know that, that, you know, that sometimes, you know, the children need other, you know, other professionals and other experts in areas in order to come in and talk to them. So, you know, if that, if that may be, say, for instance, a 3D printer, um, we had a, we actually had a guy who was already ahead of the curve. He was, he was actually a, a, a 3D printer back in 2012 so he brought in you know prototypes and whatnot and he actually brought those we had connected with him and he brought those to the harlem ymca on our on our on our first uh on our first steam workshop that's super cool yes though so it's just all about you know just having those having those networks and but but you know leveraging the resources and knowing knowing kind of you know playing playing some tetris at times you know knowing what pieces fit and what pieces don't yeah for sure um, so let's talk a little bit about grants and funding and sustaining mm-hmm. this sort of business, because doing a business that helps out a lot of people, unfortunately, is usually not super profitable, you know? Right. Um, so I guess what was your thought process early on in terms of how to sustain what you and your brother wanted to do? And... I guess what has it turned into, and talk, yeah, talk about these grants that you can get. Whether you're going to be going to a high school, or whether you're going to be, like you said, even helping um, some adults, but they're getting sort of like a tax-funded program or something like that. Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's been, you know, it it, it hasn't always been <laughs> been been uh, pretty, but you know, uh, early on, what what helped us a lot was uh, like I, you know, and I give kudos to to Q, my brother, who uh, who designed the logo. But uh, <clears throat> before we actually had, you know, official grant funding and whatnot, uh, we 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 sold a lot of T-shirts as far as for marketing and for uh, revenue generation. So within the first year of us uh, being in existence, we had actually sold over two thousand units. Holy crap! So so what? Then you would just like have an event and people would come to it, and then you would be selling your shirts at the event, or like how would that go down? Uh, well, we, we, we marketed it pretty well. Uh, 
when we first came out in 2012, that was about that was the the influx of uh, Instagram. Yeah. So a lot of people were, you know, just getting on Instagram and really, really like they really, really liked Instagram. You know, it was kind of trans. It was different from Twitter. It was different from Facebook. So it had its own little niche. So we that was our that was probably our best uh, marketing tool was Instagram. So we would always just post, you know, post things and post our T-shirts. And, you know, we, we built the website and people would just come to our website and or we would, you know, if they were in the area, we would just come to go to their house or go to their business and, you know, just fulfill fulfill that order. Wow. And, so um, uh, it's a side then, business, basically, you're saying then. So it's like you happen to sell shirts, which was making you money and exactly. making money with selling the shirts allowed you to do this other business that wasn't exactly. really making you money. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. So. So, yeah. So. So. And then we would even pair it. So we would say. Okay, if you buy, if you, you know, if you show up to this event with a yes shirt on, you know, you get five dollars off admission. So, you know, we would we would actually, you know, pair pair it together with the events to, uh, you know, to just to get more people out and, you know, get the get the word out. And and Q and I, we both know that, you know, we we weren't a fashion company, but, you know, the the logo was catchy. Um, it was, you know, it was selling. It was a, you know made made it a lot of money in that first year yeah so we allowed had, you to you know, do what had, you wanted to do yeah we exactly we had we had to you know we had to ride that wave so uh but yeah it, it it that's that's how we started or that's how we were able to to do the things that we that we wanted to do without it without a real you know uh without real funding i guess so to speak Man, that is a great lesson to learn and like a great then piece of advice to be able to bring to different like high schoolers you're working with or your younger mm-hmm. entrepreneurs or whatever it is, is to like try to have some sort of side thing that's maybe generating some cash while you're also doing this other thing that is just kind of sucking cash for the first time. Oh, yeah. long. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, and we, it got, it was, it was to the point where like, like no, no lie. Like we were, we were getting and we got invited to three, I think it was three or four fashion shows. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. So yeah, at that point, like, were you like wondering, like, damn, are we? Should we be a fashion brand? Like, what the hell's going on? No, you know, what we did. We just kept, we just kept uh, coming out with different designs. So, so it, we started out with the classic logo, the you know, the the yes, the yen, euro, the dollar, with the the wreath around it, and then we just kept playing off of that a little bit, mm-hmm. and you know, went with you know from t shirts. So actually, no, from crew necks to t-shirts to long sleeve t-shirts to custom colors uh, to hoodies to you know women's t-shirts, tank tops, jerseys. So we just we 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 listened to our we listened to the customer, and they kept saying, "Oh, well, y'all should do this now. Y'all should do this now." And and you know it, we we were blessed that it was you know the suggestions that we were getting and receiving were you know were were paying off. Yeah, that's cool, man. So then that at a certain point moves on to you guys discovering grant funding with the different sorts of things that you were doing. So talk about that piece and how uh, if you have, uh, if like anyone listening to this say, like had uh, something to offer a high school or had something to offer a community center or something like that, and they wanted to teach a a class or something like that, um, how I guess some of that could actually be funded. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, and, and we did a lot of it, you know, pro bono, just, just because we, you know, there was a need and there still is a need, but, um, I mean, we, our first, uh, funding came from, um, 
uh, it's called WIDA. It's an acronym, uh, Wisconsin Housing Economic Development Authority. And they, you know, they, they're, they're very uh, innovative and they get it, you know, around, around the Wisconsin area, you know, they, they invest a lot of money into programs that's going to help the, help the community and help the state. Um, and then WEDC, uh, Wisconsin Economic Development Co- uh, Council, uh, they've been very, very uh, helpful for us as well. And then another company, uh, Employ Milwaukee, um, that's who we got the majority of the contracts uh, for, our, for our schools. Uh, through or actually for six of the schools uh, we got through employment Milwaukee. So, um, I mean, you just got to, a lot of that has to do with just who, you know, just finding the right people and networking and just staying true to yourself and, you know, knowing, knowing your worth and knowing, you know, knowing what you, what you have to offer. Now, if someone was looking to do something like that, is it as easy as just trying to go online and search for different grants and funds and stuff like that and submit applications? Or do you find that like you kind of need to personally network your way into getting a grant? Um, I mean, knowing knowing someone in that organization always always helps. Uh, you know, it's not I mean, and, and I'm sure you you know this as well, but it's not always, you know, what you know is who you know as well. So right. you know, just just constantly uh and we I tell the you know the the students who I talk to, you know, constantly nurturing those nurturing those relationships and you know, you never know who who someone knows. So and and I, I stress it, it was a, a one kid, you know, he was kind of being, you know, trying to give me a hard time. It was the first session, you know, he was unfamiliar with me. So, you know, he, he was going to test me and I, and I, and I got it. I got it. So I, I flipped it back on him. I said, you know what? You, there's never a second chance to make a first impression. And I'm like, you know, three years down the line, he was a freshman. So I said, you know, three years down the line, you might be writing, you know, your, 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 uh, you know, college application or, you know, filling out your portfolio, whatever the case may be, you might need a recommendation. Or I might know I might know somebody that you know. I say you don't know, like you don't you don't you never know when the connection is gonna come back to help you or haunt you. Yeah. So that's something that we that we live by, you know, and and you know, from growing up playing basketball, you know, competing, uh, you know, just being out, you know, networking, like it's 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 helped. You know, it's helped tremendously because yeah, anybody can not anybody, but a lot of people can go online. And, you know, fill out the application. But, you know, if they if they, you know, see your name and they recognize it and they recognize the work that you do, you know, it it, it, it puts you in a in a better uh, in a better light because, you know, it, it's, it's competitive. It's competitive. Yeah, for sure. All right. So let's talk a little bit more about that work. So let's delve into the steam workshops for one. So mm-hmm. uh, tell us a little bit more about what the content is during one of these workshops nowadays. Um, kind of like how they go down and uh, just a little more detail about how you get them set up to begin with. Got you. Got you. So, um, well, with the STEAM workshops, we generally uh, do it during the, during the, uh, the, the school day. We only had one school where we did it after school, and but it generally works. Uh, we take them about an hour and a half, maybe two hours, but it's, it's, it's been on average about an hour and a half. So what we do is our initial session is we always uh, just introduce them to the latest and greatest technologies and then kind of spark their see what see what they're interested in and then gauge it around around their interests. So we'll bring in, you know, we'll bring in drones. Then we'll talk to them about, you know, Arduino, which is a microcontroller. We'll talk to them about Raspberry Pis, which are micro uh, computers, you know, so forth and so forth. We'll talk to them about, you know, 3D printers. 
you know, all these all these different uh, technologies and then show them real world examples of people who are who are you know successful in making a good living using these technologies. So, uh, you know, throughout our throughout our in generally, it looks like a five it's a five session, um, five session workshop. So we'll come in, uh, uh, say, December and then January, February, March and then April. And then we'll have at the completion, we'll have in April uh, It's actually April 17th called Demo Day. So Demonstration Day. And they'll uh, come into our office or the first floor of our office, which is the conference area. And then they'll present uh, what they what they have built. So our STEAM workshops are very, very built focused. So we, we want them to actually have a tangible, uh, you know, some, a, a actual business or a product that they can actually sell and market, you know, at the completion of our workshops. So with Demo Day, they can come in, they can pitch their ideas to, uh, you know, potential investors, you know, other entrepreneurs, and then, you know, just bounce ideas off each other. That's so cool. Like these, these kids now could have a potential business, like all of a sudden, yep. when just yep. a few weeks before they didn't have anything. Exactly, exactly. And, and using, we, we use the business model canvas. So uh, that's like a, a, a rapid, it's like a, I would say a 2018 uh, business model. So, you know, back in the day, business models used to be, you know, long, drawn out, you know, full of paper. So now with the business model canvas, um, you know, they have their value propositions. They have, you know, their revenue streams. They have their, their resources, their partners. It's all on one piece of paper that they can, you know, that they can see and that they can manage and that, you know, and, and, it, and it helps them. And it's all customer based. How many of these kids have actually started business off of this? Oh, a, 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 wide, a wide variety off of them. Uh, we had, uh, I would say, just in our summer accelerator course, we had um, thirty. We had thirty students, uh, and they were they, they were in groups, so it was five separate groups. But they all started the business. One group, they were kind of older. They were about fifteen, sixteen, uh, but they were they were sneakerheads. So they like, you know, they like, they like shoes, which, which I like shoes as well. So I kind of, you know, I kind of took a liking to that group, but they, uh, they actually created their own, uh, shoe cleaning solution. What? Wait, what? How did yeah. they do that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just researching, research, you know, looking up, looking up, you know, shoe cleaners that they had already at home and then, you know, comparing the ingredients and then they make, you know, made it eco-friendly, you know, the, they bottled, they made sure the bottle that they bought where it was eco-friendly. So I did, they they were, they were on it. So sometimes like the kids, it's like, it's not even necessarily that you taught them the skill that they needed to make the business. It's just, you just got, you were like the straw, the straw that stirs the drink. You just got like their thoughts flowing and like ideas going and stuff like that. And and kind of like some belief in themselves. And then they come up with whatever. Yeah. I mean, you, you'd be surprised. Uh, I mean, these 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 kids are are remarkable. I mean, as much as we you know go in and we teach, like we we learn so much from these students because I mean they they ha- they have they have the knowledge, but like you say, you just they just need like that 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 conduit to just you know get it get it going. So that's what you know that's that's what's huge with us, and we like to say you know our 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 workshops are all about exposure, you know, exposure to the latest technology, exposure to entrepreneurship. And exposure to you know other other opportunities because I mean they they have the ideas it's just about how that how that idea is going to come out into fruition. I mean like we had a one group uh, created a, a a Bluetooth speaker. They made their own Bluetooth speaker. Um, another group created a 
a, a mini laptop, you know, using a Raspberry Pi, and then they used a 3D printer for the case for the for the laptop. So I mean, they they have they have the ideas. They know what they want to do. Uh, we had another group who was, uh, they were about eight. No, they were 10, 10 to 12 years old. So they still were kind of in the, you know, collectibles and toys and whatnot. So they, they created using the 3D, using our 3D printer, they created 3D printed collectibles. So they would go online, find an image, say, of uh, Lightning McQueen off the Cars movie. And they would, you know, 3D print the, light, the Lightning McQueen car. And then, they, you know, it. It didn't cost, you know, pretty much pennies to create it. And then they sold it for $8. That's great, man. I love that. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, okay. So I would wonder for the kids that particularly are in high school, like I imagine mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have this hurdle as much for like 10 to 12 year olds, but for kids that are in high school, I, I would imagine it's probably pretty difficult to get them to believe in themselves. And like believe in the concept that they could actually do something cool, you know, or like start a business and like actually sell product and that right. um, this is like a real thing. Uh, is, is that something that you run into a lot? And I guess how do you kind of tackle that? Just helping these kids understand like you, you, you sitting right there could actually do something really amazing. I promise you. Right. Well, a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, just find it, finding what they're passionate about. And, you know, just de- developing that that relationship with them, you know, just not, you know, just telling them off the bat, like, I'm not your I'm not your teacher. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm here to help you. Like, I'm, I, if you if there's something that and I say, I'm not your teacher because they they feel as if and I've had numerous students tell me this, like, well, we, we feel as if we can talk to you more than we can talk to Mr. Such and such, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you know, just developing that rapport. And then once they. You know, once they see that you actually care and that you're just not another outside organization just coming in, just, you know, trying to blow smoke, you know, uh, you know, up them. So it's like they once they once they see that you actually know what you're talking about and you care about them, then they they they, they open up. And then that's when you can actually see what they're passionate about, what they like. Like I had a group um, I taught taught at a high school called Carmen High School here in Milwaukee um, earlier earlier today. And one of their companies is they're a group they're called uh they're called Walkie Talkie and they're they're creating an app where teens that have problems can can uh it's like a basically like a like a hotline back in the day, you know, a hotline, but now it's like the twenty eighteen version of a hotline. So they can, you know, if I have a problem, I can text and then have somebody, you know, send advice or, you know, mentorship mm. and things that things of that nature. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you did, that's the main thing. I think the main thing is just getting these guys, getting these uh, students to, to, to believe and see that it's, that it's doable. And I, it, the main thing is just start because a lot of them are so, so hesitant and so afraid. And we tell them like, fail, like fail, like you're going to fail, but it's just about how <laughs> yeah. you, you're, you're 15 yeah, I mean, years it, old. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm 31. I, I feel like, I, yeah. Okay. Big deal. Yeah. How do you, how do you bounce back from the failure? What did you learn from the failure? Like, so that you don't make those same mistakes again. Yeah. So sure. that's, I think that's the main thing, you know, just getting these, just getting them to, just getting them to believe in themselves. Yeah. Why do you focus on the entrepreneurship with the kids? Like, why is it that it's not just, hey, we're going to teach you about 3D printers and drones and this cool stuff. And then it's like, all right, good talk. 
like we'll see you guys around like what makes you want to do the whole entrepreneurship piece for these kids uh, a lot of it has to do with with the old model you know you go to school you go to college you get a job you work you know you retire but that's 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 I won't say it's dead, but it's 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 different. It's changing it's different a lot, now. Yeah. yeah, it's changing. I mean, you know, people people you know people are losing jobs, you know, left and right. Jobs are being you know, uh, jobs are being you know exchanged for robots for drones. So you know, you got to keep up with the times. Uh, and with you know, with being with, with entrepreneurship, you know, it's something that we tell that we tell the children. Like they, we ask, why why do you think it's good to be an entrepreneur? And, you know, a lot of you throw them out. Oh, you can wake up at whatever time you want to wake up. You know, you got to answers like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the main answer that we that we like to tell them is you being your own boss. You, you can't fire yourself. So it's like if, if you if you want to be an entrepreneur, then then you got to find something that you're passionate about, something that's going to keep you up late at night, wake you up early in the morning and that you're going to have to go and get it. And because. I mean, we we don't necessarily want to teach them, you know, all right, yeah, you know, you go to college, you work for somebody, you know, you get their house bigger, you know, you 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 help them, you know, take more vacations. Like you can do all that by your, you can do all that by yourself, you know, on your own. Yeah. You know, you got the ideas in your head. It's just about putting them on, putting them on paper and then, you know, putting them into fruition. What do you say when kids ask you if they should even go to college at all? Uh... It depends. It depends. It depends on the. I, I, you know, I ask them like, what, what do you want to do in life? You know, if if the kid wants to be a, a you know, an engineer, mechanical engineer, then yeah, you, you, you might want to, <laughs> you might want to look at some engineering schools. <laughs> yeah, but sure. you know, if, if you want to, you know, like like the one group. I mean, if you want to, you know, sell, uh, you know, shoe cleaning solution, then you know, you, you can you can make it. You can make it a, a a nice living, you know, off of that. But it's 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 really it's really case sensitive, mm-hmm. but we, we just want to, you know, let them know what, what works for us and other people that we know who are entrepreneurs, you know, using, using technology as a, as a baseline. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would say it's, it's, it's really case sensitive and it depends on, you know, what they, what they want to do and what they want to get out of life. Yeah. It's gotta be such an interesting time to talk to these kids because you and I are about the same age and it's like, you know, we've seen the world change so much since we were <laughs> yeah. in college and like yeah. the things that I, like the classes that I wish I could have taken or like, you know, whatever it's yeah. like, didn't yeah. even freaking exist. Like, like I graduated college in 2007. The first iPhone came out in 2007, you know? So it's <laughs> right. like, there's a really uh, a huge paradigm shift, like the year I graduated and that has just changed so much. So it's got to be interesting trying to have these conversations with these kids as you yourself are trying to wrap your head around, like, how would I have maybe done things differently if I was their age right now? Like, in, and this is still shifting right now. Like, we're in the middle of the shift. And, like, what does right. that mean and everything? And then it's, like, how different is what I'm saying compared to their usual high school teachers day to day that are even older than I am, you know? Um yeah, it's, it's just got to be a really interesting conversation to try to have. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, but I think the, the the relatability piece helps out a lot, you know. And it's you know I, we're not we're not that old, Blake. You know, <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, you know, for but, sure. But we're we're still we're still fairly young, and you know we can we can communicate, and you know we we get it. 
we get it. A lot of a lot of or some some teachers are, you know, still stuck in their old ways and they don't want to adjust to the to the to the student because I mean it, it's it's a different it's a different it's a different child now. It's a different type of kid. Like it just just quite, you know, quite frankly, you know, the just the conversations that they have, the ideas that they have, you know, it's 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 different. So you ha- we're we're constantly we're constantly tweaking you know, our curriculum and tweaking, you know, our approach because it's, it's, you have to, you have to in order to keep up with the time. Yeah, I bet. It's got to be really interesting. I, I imagine the ability for kids to be really mature and interesting and stuff has got to be very high now with the, like the, just the access to things and everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, all right. Why don't you tell us about some of the favorite projects that you have seen over the years? So we know about the shoe cleaner. Uh, what <laughs> yeah. are some of like the most interesting things that you feel like that your kids have come up with? Uh, outside of the shoe cleaner, I would say probably a, uh, uh, and they're, they're working on this right now at one of the schools, but, uh, uh, a Bluetooth, it's a, <laughs> It's a Bluetooth book bag. So a Bluetooth speaker book bag. So the speaker is inside of the backpack? Yep. Cool. I like that. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I, I I like I like that one. That was that was that was pretty uh that was pretty unique. Uh I mean you have your your standard ones. Um uh, uh another one another one is a, a, a drone. They call it the hawk. The hawk. Um so it's basically like a like a drone that picks up and can, you know, carry packages and carry things, you know, short, short distances. Yeah. Uh, I like that one as well. And then the, the one that I mentioned earlier, I like that as well because it's actually, you know, solving like a real, you know, a real problem that teens, you know, enc- encounter and that's not having, you know, that outlet for people to talk to. Yeah. So the, the, the walkie talkie, uh, I like, I like that, that app and, you know, they're, uh, you know, I think I think that one that one is that one is unique because you know that you know that they're not trying to you know get rich off of it totally so to speak. You know, and they're just trying to you know they're just trying to tackle a problem that they see you know day to day within their you know within their respective uh, high school lives. Yeah, it's got to be so cool and interesting coming back towards the end when all the kids are pitching their ideas and everything and. And like that, that's how wide of a gap that you can get that like the one yep. kid is like, I made this uh, shoe cleaning solution. And then the next <laughs> yep. kid is like, I made a hotline that people can, you know, it's like, those are so unbelievably different. It's like, you, right. you never know what you're going to run into when you come mm-hmm. to one of those days. That's got to be awesome. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll, 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 we'll have it uh, recorded. So we'll put it up on our, on our YouTube page and on their website and stuff. So, you know, people can check it out see see what we're doing yeah for sure and then when the kids come to you with good ideas that you really like i imagine that in addition to having other like sort of younger uh business people entrepreneurs venture capitalists around and stuff like that your brother and yourself are also trying to look at them to be like hey is this something where we can partner with these kids and uh and like help this business like actually succeed and do better oh yeah absolutely absolutely i mean and and you know, we, we make sure it's known, you know, this is not just a, you know, a, a six month or a year, you know, type of thing. Like, you know, once, once we, you know, once we, once we're a part of, you know, your life, like we're a part of your life. Like we, we don't want to just come in, talk to you and then leave out. Like everybody has our cell phone numbers. Everybody has our emails. 
you know, our Instagram, whatever. If they want to get in contact with us, they can get in contact with us. Uh, we have an open door policy at our office. They want to come in. They want to use the computers. They want to use the 3D printer. They want to use the studio. They they can they can do that. They can do that. So, uh, you know, and, and it, the, the thing is, it, you know, it's just a, it goes back to that exposure piece and, you know, just having that having that access. And we know, you know, Milwaukee is Milwaukee is is is. It's not the, it's not the safest city in the, in the nation. So, you know, if they're if they're here with us, you know, working, then we know that they're, you know, not on the streets doing doing other things. Yeah, definitely, man. So you said that you and your brother launched Yes in 2012, correct? Yes, correct. And you guys have now worked with over 250 different businesses. How is that even possible? <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we it's, it's, it's my brother and I and then we have a, a core group. Of about uh, seven now, and then we have a outer core group of say thirty, and then that just kind of goes everywhere. So I mean, a lot of it is just like I said, just just nurturing those relationships that we that we had, you know, growing up, um, that we had, you know, throughout throughout high school and college, and you know, post you know post grad, like it's just just no just staying in contact with people, knowing what people do and how they can help. And, you know, everybody's a, just knowing that everybody's a piece to the puzzle. It's so cool, man. I, uh, I'm so envious of your business and your <laughs> life. It's such an interesting thing that like th- something that can happen, uh, it with your own business sometimes is it just like hits these sort of like lulls, you know, where yeah. you don't really have a particular problem to tackle. Everything's just kind of at this like plateau and you're like, huh, like, do I want to work on this? Do I want to work on that. What's going on? But it's like when you're working with all these different businesses and then obviously also trying to set up these things with these kids and doing all these different steam events and then trying to help them with what they got going on and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like your day to day has got to be so diverse. And, and then specifically with the whole business piece is like you constantly get these new problems being brought to you. It's like, hey, how do we solve this? How do we solve this? How do we solve this problem? How do we like work around this? And it just having your one business typically doesn't. Uh, I guess generate that. Not that having problems is a good thing, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Like it's like something no, to hey. keep you like fully engaged. You know, right, right. No, I mean it's it's you definitely got to know how to prioritize. Uh, you know, if something's if something's come up, and you know you you, you got to finish something else, then don't put that to the side. You know, my my dad, uh, or our dad, uh, who we credit a lot, him and my mom. You know, for for our business. Uh, savvy and i guess work ethic and entrepreneurial spirit uh come from those two um our father he's he's owned his own social service social service agency for the last uh going on 33 years now so you know i'm 31 so you know we can we can we can all do the math so i i grew up you know seeing my dad work monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday sometimes saturday you know taking care of the house you know my mom she was a mental health therapist so, you know, just just like that hard work was instilled in us and we saw it. So it wasn't like it was, you know, anything different. You know, it was like, OK, you, you go to work, you know, you bust your ass and you, you know, you go take care of your family and, you know, do it, do it all over. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, you know, it was way. just exactly. Yeah, definitely. Definitely got to pave your own way. So, you know, and and and, and that was actually my that was my goal coming out of college was to take over my dad's uh, social service agency. 
So I graduated in 2009 uh, and I started working, you know, in the, in the social service agency, social service field. Uh, and and although I love helping people, I, it wasn't that 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 field wasn't necessarily my passion. And it was my dad's passion. So, you know, my me and Q, we started talking and, you know, we like, man, how can you know, we know all these people. Like, how can we, you know, leverage our resources to help? others and help ourselves so started bouncing ideas around and you know with the you know with the help of help of help of god you know we we, we came up with came up with the young enterprising society so that's great man so and we haven't even gotten into all the different fingers <laughs> of your business yet and i we unfortunately won't get to on this podcast but Okay. Uh, you let's just tell everyone that you do even even more stuff than we've talked about but so i <laughs> Would love to know, I guess, around the time of the formation, um, your thought process, and then kind of looking back on everything. I, when I started my podcast, I saw advice like everywhere from people saying, "Try to be as specific as possible with your podcast topic. Like, don't just interview all different types of people about different stuff. Like, interview only." toy makers that only use plastic to make their toys and you'll be the plastic toys podcast and that's how you get and and i'm just like i don't want to do like the whole thing that gets me excited is like having the diversity you know and i and mine is still just like a a podcast that has a relatively easy elevator pitch to explain to somebody what it is (laughs) i'm sure like the the same advice it just occurs in business regularly of like hey um just make razors and razor blades and that's it don't start making shaving cream as well and don't start making face lotion like just razors and razor blades and be the best at it so did you and your brother like see that sort of advice a lot and did you consider that sort of advice when you were starting out um and then just decide to completely reject it and then what do you think about advice like that now because as i said you kind of have the most diverse business i've ever seen Right. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, we definitely caught, you know, a lot of flack, you know, people like, oh, well, y'all should just stick to selling t-shirts. You know, y'all should be a t-shirt company, a fashion line, blah, blah, blah. And then once they start seeing all the other things that we were getting into, we even had, we had a, we had a, a young lady, uh, she came up to us at one of our events and she, she, this was, this was a quote. She said, I see y'all trying to save the world. And we're like, uh, no, we're not really trying to say the world. We're just, trying, you know, we're just trying to do our part. Yeah. But you know, it's it's you know, you you you're gonna catch it. You're gonna you're gonna have people that's gonna praise you, and then you're gonna have people who's gonna you know try to bring you down and try to box you in. So you know, and that's part of how our steam workshops are 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 set up is that you know it's very very diverse. We don't come in and be like, okay, we're gonna teach you about drones because drones are awesome, and this you can do this, that, and third. No, we're going to teach you about drones and everything, the parts, everything that drones do, you know, how you can make $300 an hour, you know, filming uh, weddings and, you know, real estate, whatever the case may be. Then we're going to teach you about microcomputers. So, you know, the diversity is 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 key. And I think, you know, as long as you have, you know, the the uh, I guess the time and the resources and, you know, someone as as smart as a business partner as my brother is, you know, to help you on a lot of things, uh, you know, just, just do it. But the main thing is, is, is if you're, you got to find something that you're passionate about because yeah, there are times where there's, you know, 19, 20 hour days. Absolutely. But I know that, you know, 
the 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 reward is greater than me missing you know a couple hours of sleep yeah for sure for so sure. it's yeah it's just it's just you know you, uh, the main thing is just you know just follow following your passion because i mean it, people people they're gonna try to they're gonna try to persuade you you know get you to come one way or get you to go the other way or have, say you know um, maybe maybe you, y'all did that long enough maybe you should try to do this or try to do that so i mean just just be be who you are be true to yourself and just just know 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 your direction and know your worth what is your favorite part about what you guys do uh i think the diversity you know because you know i like say for instance like today like i can be i can be you know like in the morning, like I was teaching a two hour class in the morning and then I come into the office and I'm meeting with a guy who owns his own manufacturing company. And then, you know, now then, you know, 30 minutes later, I'm I'm on a, you know, a Skype call with you. And then, you know, later on, you know, we got interns coming into the office. So it's just I think the diversity and the different, you know, different people that you get to talk to and get to meet you know, on a daily basis, you know, I, I'm a people person, as you, as you could probably tell. And, uh, I just, I just, I just love it. You know, I feed off of, off of other people's energy and it's just, you know, it's just, it's just, just a great thing. Great thing. Yeah, for sure. That just makes me think back, I guess, to what you said earlier in the interview of it, when I asked about getting the kids to believe in themselves and you said, well, the main thing is just getting them to find something that they are really passionate about. And then it's like right. easier to get them to work on it and believe in themselves and whatever. And it, like, that, like I said, like the thing that I was really passionate about with my podcast was interviewing all different types of people. The thing that you're really passionate about with your business is doing all different kinds of stuff. So when someone <laughs> right. tries to give you the advice of, Hey, don't try to do all different kinds of stuff or don't try to interview all different types of people. It's like, well, that's actually like. the thing that I like. So <laughs> right. like, that's what I'm going to do then, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, all right, let's go ahead and wind this thing down, Leaf. If you could give okay. one piece of advice or multiple, whatever you want to do, uh, but advice for young people or adults for that matter, because mm-hmm. as you said, like the world is shifting and everyone is kind of seeing it shift right now. People in their 30s are seeing and feeling it shift. People in their 40s are seeing and feeling it shift. Um, and there's a lot of like quarter life and midlife crises because of that. And like, do I really <laughs> want to go to work for this person every day or do I want to do my own thing or whatever? So if you are a a young person or an adult and you feel like you don't have a lot of direction and you don't know exactly what you want to do when you grow up or you don't know what you want to do right now if you were to leave your job or something like that uh what sort of advice do you give to people like that 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 know that maybe they they want to move and do something interesting but don't really know what to do mm-hmm. well i mean you gotta you gotta follow your follow your passion uh first you know uh you gotta you gotta have some type of faith uh, you gotta, you gotta be strong within that faith, uh, because you're going to get, like I said, you're going to get pulled, you know, and you're going to try to get people going to try to persuade you. So, you know, knowing, knowing, knowing who you are and what you, and what you want, that's the, that's the main thing. I think the, the first part is the, is the, the hugest, you know, the biggest key is knowing who you are, because then that, that's all encompassing. I mean, that's going to include your, you know, your integrity the guidance that you have, you know, the hard working, you know, the ability to, you know, manage time and prioritize. So I think that's the, that's the main thing. Just know who you are and know, and, and know what you want and whatever, and whatever you, whatever you seek to do, you know, seek to perfect it. Yeah, no doubt, man. That, All the way uh, down to like your tennis shoes, like, 
tying your shoes. Like you try to every time you tie your shoes, try to make the best bow. <laughs> like and, and it sounds it sounds minute, but I'm, I'm I you know I tell the students too the the little things make the big difference. So if you're paying attention to detail that that small, like it's just it's just natural where it's gonna you know trickle onto your you know your business life where you gotta you know where you you have to cross your t's and dot your i's or you'll be out of business. Man, that is such a great piece of advice. That makes me think so much about that business advice of making your bed in the morning every day when you wake up. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. it's like, yep. just do that. Just start your right. day every day by making your freaking bed <laughs> yep. and your whole yep. life will get better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like the tying your shoes better example. It's <laughs> a super good <laughs> it's one, too. It's a little bit more relevant. I mean, I make my bed in the morning, too, but the shoes the shoes are kind of just, you know, a little bit more, more uh, I guess, more relevant. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, Leaf, this has been awesome, man. If people want to find out more information about your company and the stuff you guys do, um, and maybe like set up an event or something like that, where can people go? Oh, people can go to our website. It's www.followtheyes.com. So F-O-L-L-O-W-T-H-E-Y-E-S.com. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter at Young E society uh so that's at y-o-u-n-g e-s-o-c-i-t i'm sorry c-i-e-t-y so young e-society.com and if anyone's driving and stuff right now i'll put links to all that stuff on the post for this on half hour intern so you can just find the links uh links there perfect perfect cool man leaf this has been great having you on the show thank you so much for coming on thank you i appreciate you having me thank you thank you blake Hey everyone, it's Blake. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. If you did, I would appreciate it so much if you considered leaving a review for the show on iTunes. I swear it'll only take like two minutes. Um, Just search for the show on iTunes, click on it, click on ratings and reviews. You can leave a quick review um, or just uh, keep listening to the show. I appreciate that as well. Or tell a friend about the show or something. And if you have any ideas for the show, if you have a particular job or hobby that you would like to hear interviewed on the show, if you yourself think that you do something interview worthy and you would like to tell the world about what this job or hobby is that you have, head on over to halfhourintern.com. There's a link right there at the top that says submit your ideas and you could submit your ideas for the show be them uh, somebody else that you would like me to interview a particular field that you would like to hear about or even if it is you yourself that would like to come on the show thanks so much for listening you guys 